This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Did you know Gary Francis, who's the targeted athlete and coach program manager for Swimming New Zealand, is a Liverpool fan? I bet he'll be ecstatic this morning. Yeah, he's joining us on the program right now. Gary, welcome. Yeah, <laughs> welcome, Mark. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that one. Yeah, as you you, you set me up nicely there because you know that uh, uh, I'm I'm definitely not a Liverpool fan. I'm afraid, um, and uh, and one of my one of my closest you know colleagues, uh, um, Lars Humer, one of our coaches, is an absolute diehard uh, Scouse fan. Yeah, no, he, um, he absolutely. Uh, no. I, 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 yeah, I, I I have to give him plenty of uh, plenty of stick every opportunity I get, which is not many. Seeing as I am a Millwall supporter, but anyway, we probably want to get onto some swimming talk now. Are, are you that. suggesting that you got violent tendencies? <laughs> it's a vicious rumour, I think. That's put out, you know. <laughs> hey, um, um, Ga- yeah. Gary, New Zealand short course nationals have just sort of wound up on Auckland's North Shore, and if people are not sure what yeah. short course means, it's basically it's from in a 25 metre pool versus a 50 metre pool. 50 metres is yep. referred to as long course, um, 25 metres is referred to as short course. Before we just touch on those, I haven't spoken to you uh, since the Commonwealth Games. Uh, just your general thoughts, um, do you felt that Swimming New Zealand exceeded expectation? Um, I, I think that that we exceeded expectation in the public's eyes and probably in the eyes of um, uh, High Performance Sport New Zealand. Um, you know, Mark, we've talked about it many a times and we've been building. Uh, we've been, you know, uh, we've been on a big rebuild since 2018. I probably didn't expect quite the middle haul um, that, that we got. Um, I, was, I think that that was probably what I would have, ex- what I expect at the next Commonwealth Games. So, we're, you know, shows were a little bit ahead. But in terms of the actual level of performances, um, I knew that we were we were pushing. We were getting close to, to some of those levels. You know, we, New Zealand records are starting to be broken again, and um, and we've got a little bit more depth. So um, a bit of a you know a bit of a mixed answer there. Yeah, I think we probably out. You know, we were really pleased that we nicked a couple of medals um, that we we probably didn't think we'd get. But we also um, we also feel, feel that we might have missed one or even two. So. Um, you know, our expectations gone up, and mm. um, uh, and the athletes are delivering. Yeah, Erica Fairweather, you talked about last humour, um, who coaches her. Um, I mean, she she was unfortunate in that four hundred metre freestyle because there's only three women in history have gone under four minutes, and two of them were in that final. <laughs> yeah, they were. Well, the the backstory to Erica is is that she did very well at the worlds um, off of had having had a, you know just like a lot of the swimmers a real kind of staccato type of preparation uh, through sickness and through other things and then while she was at the world she was our only athlete that picked up covid she'd swum a 400 um, and swum pretty good not 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 to the level that she swam last year but we we kind of knew that she still wasn't quite there but the chances are that um, um that she um that she was um she was already probably sick and just it hadn't just registered at that point. 
Um, so we, we pulled her out after a 200. Again, she swam okay in that. Um, so she was on a bit of a, um, a, a return to training for a while. Her preparation for the Commonwealth Games definitely was affected. So her performance at the Com Games was really pretty good. And like you say, um, she's surrounded by pretty much two out of the three best swimmers that there's ever been in the event. Plus, um, you're only allowed to pick two people for the Olympics or the, or the, or the, or the World Championships. But the Aussies are allowed to pick three. Well, we're all allowed to pick three, up to three for the Commonwealth Games. And the third Australian swimmer is also um, one of the best in the world. So the Commonwealth Games field was probably as fast, if not faster, than the uh, the world's. Uh, bear in mind the Canadian girl didn't swim the 400 of the world. So, yeah, Erica was up against it. There's no doubt that. She did a really good job. Yeah, the only one missing was Katie Ledecky. Now, look, uh, let's look at the New Zealand Short Course Championships. We've had five FINA A times posted this week. Just yeah, before yeah. we look at those results and those athletes, a FINA A, what does that mean? Does that mean what you're inside the top 16? What, what does the FINA A standard yeah. generally mean? Yeah. So so for the short course, uh, the FINA A is still set at the um, the top 16 uh, standard, the top 16 from when they decide to take it, which is usually from the previous meet. Now, Last year's we had a world short course last year. Normally there's two years in between, so um, it's uh, it's it's actually you know really very very current that you know uh, that, that the standards have been set for that. So um, yeah, top 16 in the world um, for the long course now. They've moved it to top 14, so it's getting tougher and tougher. Mm, okay, let's look through the results. So we had Cameron Gray picking up a Fina Ray standard in the in the 50 back. Carter Swift the 100 freestyle, which was a New Zealand record. Caitlin Deans in the 1500 metre free, Emma Godwin in the 200 back, and Erica Feeweather, who we've just talked about, in the 800 free, which was also a New Zealand age group record. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, all of those, all of those swimmers are uh, a great job. If you think about Cameron and, and uh, Erica particularly, uh, they've come back from, from a really, really long, long campaign. Uh, they were away from the 4th of June all the way through to the end of the Commonwealth Games, and they've come back. And they've got in the pool, and they've, they've they've done a great job. Cameron's qualified in about five events, including the Fina A. Um, Erica's swim was pretty exceptional under you know under circumstances of being pretty fatigued from a from a um, from a uh, northern summer um, escapades. Um, and then the the other guys, it was really good to see Cameron uh, Carter Swift back up some real promise that he showed uh, in his breakthrough meet at the World Championships. He only qualified for the Worlds in the relay, um, but because we could had the option to enter him in, a, in an individual and it didn't affect anybody else, we put him in the 100 free at the World Championships and, he's, and he broke the New Zealand record, second person New Zealand to run to 48, uh, 49 seconds, uh, and he's come back and gone strength, from strength to strength. So 47-1, that's a good time, um, and that will... You know that that will be a, a time that will give him a real competitive chance um, of making a good a semi-final, and if he keeps improving, who knows? Um, so that was good. And Caitlin Swim, uh, a really really good demonstration of skill and also of renewed confidence um, since since last year um, going to the Olympic uh, to, since this year going to the World Championships. Uh, she missed out on the Olympics last year. She came back. She worked hard qualify for the world and now she believes that she's a, a female swimmer and she she was way way under the time yeah, yeah um, well, sorry yeah. can you just tell me off the top of your head what that 1500 meter time was do you do you have that 
Yeah, so the FINA A was uh, 16.15 uh, and she was 16.05. So she's 10 seconds inside. Um, she's still, you know, she's still got a lot of work to do to catch those girls right at the top. You know, the world record's 15.20, Medecki's mm. world record. So, you know, there's a, there's a big gap between the top four or five and everybody else. But she's closed a big chunk of it. So that was really good. Yeah. Okay. And, and Kate, and then, and, sorry, and Emma, sorry, Emma Godwin? Sorry, yeah, Emma. Emma went to the World Short Course Championships four years ago, um, and she's really, really back, done a, you know, a great job on everything, um, uh, her strength and conditioning, her race preparation, her training program, her nutrition. She does everything right, and she's just missed, just missed out on all of the big meets fractionally, you know, um, whether it's a little bit of um, nerves, a little bit of, you know, competition anxiety, uh, some bad luck, or just not really being right there at the you know at the right time. She put that all right this time. Uh, made the time, did a good good heat swim, set herself up, uh, and executed in the final. So she's deserved uh, deservedly selected. Mm, okay. Um, now we've had in the men's 100 free, we had eight men go under 49 seconds. When was the last time that happened? Has it happened? I, I don't think it has. I've, I'm, I'm usually uh, you know as you know I'm usually back looking at the stats. I, I haven't checked it, and I don't think it's ever happened. Best, the best comparison I can give you is that last year, the 100 free was won by Zach Reed, our, uh, our 2021 Olympian, uh, in 49-1. Mm. Now, 49-1 uh, would would not have not have got you on the uh, on the podium this year. Wouldn't have got you even close to it. You know, um, in fact, um, you know it uh, it. It would it would have only have made the final in you know in uh, in somewhere in the middle. So uh, massive shift in our in our men's sprinting this year. Mm-hmm. Now breaststroke really really hard of the four disciplines or the four main disciplines in swimming arguably the hardest um, stroke to master. Tell us a little bit about yeah. Josh Gilbert though. So um, Josh is still pretty young. Um, he's only just twenty um, and. He's been really well developed um, up in uh, the Bay of Plenty by Mike Lee at Evo. Um, he decided um, in after the Open Championships this year, having seen how how well the sprint group from Pukekohe seemed to be developing, that he would go and have a tryout down at Pukekohe with Mitch Nairn. Um He's got a new dry land program. Um, there's a chap called Luke Abbott that runs that for Pukekohe. Um, and already you can see the difference in in um, in um, Josh, um, and I think he's finally starting to show his potential now. Um, really big shift, um, three B, B times. Probably a little bit disappointed with his hundred, I think, because um, in the relays uh, he was he was swimming uh, sub 58. He was 57 seconds twice in two relays. So I think that um, there's there's a lot more there from him. But yeah. Big shift, and it's about time because we haven't had a breaststroker for a long while. Yeah, just want to reiterate that for people who have just tuned in. So Gary Francis is my guest on the programme from Swimming New Zealand, targeted athlete and coach, uh, programme manager. Just had the New Zealand Short Course Championships held on Auckland's North Shore. Five FINA A qualifying, but an unprecedented 60 FINA B times. And the only disciplines where we didn't get a B time was the women's 50, 100 breast and the 100 IM. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're still we're still a little bit um, we're still a little bit light in women's breaststroke. There's no doubt about that. 
we do have the junior Pampax going on at the moment, and there's a last uh, the last day of competition is actually t- happening right now um, in Hawaii, and there's a chance that we 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 may get a breaststroke. Uh, one of our young breaststroke girls may um, get a B time, and that would add to our world short course qualifying because obviously those guys couldn't be at the world short course uh, the uh, trials, but. Yeah, women's breaststroke we're still working hard on, um, and apart from that, you know, um, this this is we've never we've never we've never been in a position to to go to a world championships and um, have a competitor in almost every event. Um, mm. So it is it is definitely uh, a big shift, which is also going to bode well for the relays. Uh, you just mentioned women's breaststrokers, Brianna Crawford on a scholarship in the states. How's she progressing? Well, she had a. Um, a really good. Um, we're going back to um, January now, um, and she had a very, very good conference championships, winning the 200 breaststroke in the Big Big 12, which is a, one of the major conferences. Um, probably um, had a baptism of fire at the NCAA's, um, but she's gone back into training there now. Um, I, I don't expect to see much of our. NCAA athletes until they finish, um, especially with the way that the, the, the international calendar is there is now. It's very difficult for them to to, to get themselves ready for a senior long course competition. But yeah, she's coming along nicely. Yep. Okay, uh, Gary. Look, um, I just sort of want to wrap this up, but I just want to go back to the Commonwealth Games. We saw the success of Lewis Clearbert. We saw the World Championships yeah. placed strategically behind them. Have yeah. we learnt? Have we learnt from this? Is it the model going forward, making sure that our athletes have competed in the build-up to these pinnacle events rather than just going into training camps? Well, it's interesting, Mark. You're stealing my thunder because after I finish with with the uh, with your chat with you, I've got to do a presentation to uh, to New Zealand coaches, and one of the things that I'm going to you know, talk about is the fact that we we're all, we're almost forced into um, uh, preparation for worlds, and worlds giving us a great springboard into um, into the Commonwealth Games. I definitely, I definitely feel that that, that the World Championships was a, a great preparation for the Com Games, but maybe even more so was the the extended training camp that happened between. I think if we look towards next year and particularly 2024, if we can go across to Europe and maybe have a week or so just getting acclimatised, getting recovery from our, our travel, and then swim a, a minor meet where we still set our standards pretty high and then go into uh, pre-Paris preparation, um, I think we've learned a hell of a lot this year, and, I, and I've got to, you know, I'd like to think that we might be able to do that. Um, there's no doubt about it that um, they learned so much from the world and, and moved on so quickly. Um, our Commonwealth Games results, if we put them into the World Championships, it wouldn't have made any difference to our placings. Lewis would still have finished fourth in the 400 IM, but of course he would have swum much faster and been much closer. Um, and, and the same with nearly every other result. There were only a few. Um, Andrew Jeffcoat's 50 would have moved him forward a little bit. But but the fact that they moved forward and they really swum well throughout the Commonwealth Games, it's, mm. uh, it's been a massive learning uh, process and, and well worth it. Uh, just on that, someone's just texted him wanting to know whether the 50-metre events, um, are they Olympic events outside of the freestyle? 
Uh, no, they're not. Um, they are world championship events. Um, and our gut, our gut feeling in swimming is that, um, as you know, that the Olympics is making lots of shifts with the, the sports that they're including. And a lot of the traditional sports are having their programs cut. Um, swimming is the only one of the tra- traditional sports that has grown. We've seen the introduction of the uh, the women's um, 1500, the men's 800. We've seen the introduction of the mixed relays. Um, and we kind of feel that it may not come in for 2028, but by 2032, we're probably going to see the Form 50s introduced into the Olympics uh, because swimming is incredibly popular and it's it's an easy fix, you know. So Well, people also want to see who is the fastest breaststroker in the world, who is the fastest backstroker. I mean, that you know, people love the 100 metres on the track because basically you're looking yeah. at the fastest man and the fastest woman in the world, aren't you? That's right. And... and Although we're seeing um, the same people win the 50 and the 100 at the moment in, the, in a lot of the um, form uh, events, I think if they become Olympic events, we'll see even more specialism and um, we'll see more people that are just going to focus on swimming as fast as they can. Um, so that, you know, that would be really exciting. There's no doubt about it. Gary, lovely to have you on the programme. Congratulations on a very good week for New Zealand swimming. And again, congratulations on a very good Commonwealth Games. Hey, thanks very much, Mark. It's always a pleasure. Um, and um, if, please, as soon as you find another football team to support, ask me back. Okay, thanks, mate. <laughs> See you, mate. You uh, there you Bye. go. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.